This is therapy session four, and it is Thursday, August 10th, 2022. And we're uh, up in Wisconsin on the farm. Did a recording with my uh, cousin last night, and uh, something I mentioned to him because he, uh, you know, he talks about like places I've been, you know, Miami, Arizona, you know, just recently. And he asked like how I feel about like here. And I expressed to him how a lot of what I do uh, is based, it's like rooted in the philosophy that Phil Jackson used to coach the Chicago Bulls in the 90s and the Los Angeles Lakers during their title run as well. And, you know, like back when I had uh, the near-death experience with the John Deere tractor starting on fire and having to jump from it, and then from that deciding I want to live a greater life, I reread his book, Sacred Hoops, and decided, you know, if, if Michael and Kobe could do this, I can do this too. And Phil would have guys, I don't even know if this is in the book, but he would have guys uh, visualize a safe place in their lives, whether it's a, a place from their childhood or, you know, somewhere somewhere where they vacation, but a, a place that brings them peace and relaxation, calmness. And sometimes during games during timeouts amidst you know the 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 chaos of the crowd and the noise and the situation on the floor he would have guys take time and just go to their safe places in their minds and this is this is my safe place so that's why we've been doing these therapy sessions uh here because this is my safe place and it's been a month and a half since uh, since uh, the gunman encounter where three guys came at me with Uzi guns demanding everything I had. And I feel fantastic. I really do. I feel really good. Not good. I feel great. Um, I feel better than before it happened. I truly do. And it's, it's been, it's been quite a, quite a summer. Um, and my whole goal for the summer was to prepare for the fall and be at like a certain point, certain things. And I, I do feel I'm very close. It's it's not over yet, but I do feel that I've also exceeded it just with my mindset. My mindset and just approach on life is just radically different, you know, and like I was saying before this happened, how life had just gotten easy and boring <laughs> and, uh, it's not that way anymore. Um, like I felt like I plateaued a little bit before this, 
and now you know I'm I've read three books already three and a half now um, I read Bill Belichick's biography Bob Dylan biography uh, finite and infinite games and right now I'm reading uh, Turing's Cathedral about the origins of the digital universe um, you know I was in a reading slump and now that's something I used for the the tractor fire um, post tractor fire it's like I want I want to live a better life so I just started reading books things I was curious about that's the key point is like I don't read to read I read to learn and I select books that I think within the next three months I'll be able to gain something from and so when I'm reading I'm reading to like pick stuff out like puzzle pieces I so I should talk about this uh, Arizona trip that we had this is a, a my best friend from college his bachelor party he lives in Brooklyn uh, it was in Page Arizona we had this big house that we rented for the weekend and it had like these steps so like you had a hot tub then a pool and then a fire pit and it just overlooks this canyon and I have spent like no time in a desert topography geography so it was really interesting to see all these rock formations I, I I enjoyed it I was with 11 other guys and everybody's kind of in different places in their lives you know um, you know one person has three kids another person has a kid on the way you know someone lives in Denver Minnesota Chicago a few in New York and uh, Las Vegas, San Francisco. One is just like living in a van, <laughs> just like roaming around. Um, it was cool because the thread is my friend Joe, where he's he's the most thoughtful friend that I have, one of the most thoughtful people that I know. He's very like intentional and deliberate and just like minimal um like everything should matter in a space or on a trip or you know like your actions that you take the words that you say right and it's just such a loving environment um i went out there i stayed in vegas for a night i didn't check out the strip i've never been to vegas uh then we road tripped and it was supposed to be five hours, and it was eight hours because we got stuck in traffic twice. The first time was like an hour outside of Vegas, just at a standstill, parked. We parked and just got out, no AC, just chilling for two hours. Um, but I think that adversity actually added to the the experience. I I, I didn't prob- didn't have a problem. I wasn't driving though either, so. Um, then we got there I was up late every single night Uh, (laughs) every night I'm like the last one to go to bed and then we went on Lake Powell we had this pontoon boat it was just so beautiful went swimming in the the lake Lake Powell Um, that was interesting I was like man I'm not in good of shape i was asking another i'm like hey 
did you guys struggle <laughs> swimming in here? It's like, oh, yeah, that was tough. And I'm like, uh, maybe, maybe we were all out of shape. I don't know. Um, then we just chilled, chilled again, barbecued out by the pool. Uh, then we went out to dinner, we hit up the town for the night, drank some Don Julio 1942, smoked some cigars. Uh, I don't have a cigar today. Smoked it last night during our recording. <laughs> but it was such this, this great environment where we just had so many open and honest conversations about life and the world and relationships and just, it was it was really good, really healthy. And I came back from that trip. I spent another night in Vegas, hit up the strip, checked it out, the MGM. And I just loved, it's like a adult Epcot. And then uh, they got me into this American Express lounge at the airport on the way back. Free buffet and drinks and like, just like, you know, Wi-Fi and just a lounge TV. It was, it was, I went to the buffet like four times, had two glasses of red wine, uh, drank a lot of coffee. Man, I thought about delaying my flight to a red eye just so I could just stay there all day. That was fun. Um, but overall it was a great trip. And then when I came back, I think I, I just felt so good. Um, for a number of reasons, I think it it confirmed the path that I'm on. Um, it's probably the main the main talking point today is like I'm so unbound to, to everything. And this, uh, the gunman encounter really like accelerated this or uh, made me detach even more from, say, I don't know, the machine. Like someone said during the weekend, I'm uh, the most unbound to the machine of everybody there. And, uh, You know, I've been over the last four years working on getting better every single day, taking steps every day, and I've developed my own philosophy along the way, merging and combining stuff from Phil Jackson and, you know, Nick Saban, Bill Belichick, and, and the Beatles and Steve Jobs and uh, Jesus, Buddha all these books <laughs> like like and experiences and art and conversations um biology nature physics engineering um that i just i just do what i do and what I have found, though, and, and this, this was something, something I've come across over the past year is how the smarter you get, the lonelier you become 
Or at least that's what I've experienced. It's like... I don't know. You just... Like, no one is putting in the effort that I am. And I understand that I shouldn't hold people that to that same standard or expectation or, you know, because we all have different experiences and motivations and stuff. But I want the most out of my life to realize my full potential. You know, I think that that's... That's the aim is like you have this uh, genius inside of you, each and every one of us. And it's you go throughout your life and do you do you let that genius speak into the world? And with the, the machine and society, you there's like this tiptoeing around things it's like very passive and it's very uh it's like fear it's like this living in fear of like is this right is this wrong is this you know there's all this overthinking instead of just living with you know just love and a lot, I think a lot of it comes down to uh, self-love. Like, I love myself. And, and I don't think it's a... I think the ideas of self-love often on social media and stuff are just, like, not appropriate. Like, love is like this... I don't know, this this generous and kindness and understanding that you're a human being and human beings are flawed. We're just, we are who we are. But like not comparing oneself to other people or the things they've done or um, what they have or what they don't have, you know, whatever. Just be you. Just live live your life. And going back to this, like over the last year, I found myself feeling lonelier and lonelier. And it's it's tough. Like really tough. And I would talk to Dr. Dave about it and be like, you know, like sometimes I'm I'm in conversations with people and I say something and they they look at me. Like, they give me this, like, jarred look. And so, like, some of the things I say, like, people aren't used to hearing. Um, and I don't, I have, like, no concept of, like, I have no idea anymore of, like, what I'm supposed to say or what not supposed to say. I just, I just live my life and do my thing. Um and I think on this trip, it was a really good indication to me of like what I'm like totally unbound. I'm like a free bird out here. 
and uh you know but in a space like like what is um it confirmed like that i'm i don't want to say right right is the wrong right is the wrong thing to say like i'm on to something like i'm i'm right <laughs> uh which is empowering and i just you know I think that's that's the big thing I see in society is like everything is all this. I'll, I'll talk a little bit about this book I read, uh, Finite and Infinite Games. Now, I brought Turing's Cathedral and Stuff Matters and the Bhagavad Gita on the trip. Started reading Turing's Cathedral. But then uh, I met this guy, Ryan, who's a software engineer at Apple. And we would, we man, we hit it off. We were just chatting about life and philosophy and <laughs> the future and technology, like hours every single day. Oh man, it was, we just like wanted to be around each other. I get along really well with software engineers. And he re- recommended the book Finite and Infinite Games because he said, it sounds like how I'm living and approaching things. It sounds like an, I'm playing an infinite game. So I read this book in like less than a week. And the finite, most people are playing a finite game where it's like this competition. There's clear winners and losers. And it's all very theatrical. But it doesn't really matter. (laughs) And, uh... And I think the loneliness part that I've been experiencing, certainly over the last year, is I just, I want to meet more infinite players to play with. So the goal of an infinite game is to continue playing the game. And there is no, like, it's not so, there aren't all these rules and boundaries. You make up the boundaries. And there, in a way, like, are no boundaries. You're just playing with each other. And it's fun. Um, and I think in modern society, the finite game is what uh, people focus on. But I think in the 21st century, I, just, I want more people to play with. And uh, I want to meet more people to play with it's fun I'm having so much fun into life um, and it goes back to the gunman encounter where I feel better than before right now and it seems like other people are projecting onto me I've mentioned this a few times but Like, I'm really doing great. And I think it's because, or I believe it's because, I've been preparing the last three, four years, practicing philosophy every single day, creating my own philosophy that I live by. And those are my rules and boundaries, not what society 
uh, says or indicates. Like it's those aren't real in a sense. Uh, it's like. It's almost like uh, people expect you to like feel bad or like, you know, you went through this trauma, you should do this or do that or, but like, this is how I feel, you know, I feel really, really great. Now there's, there's. There's other aspects of my life that I'm trying to improve. I had a conversation with uh, a close close person that I know. And we were talking about just like lack of female companionship in life. And and just like Like having someone to talk to on a regular basis, be by and like that that presence. Um, I feel like I'm certainly lacking with that. Like I see guys that are kind of similar to me, very like entrepreneurial focused, independent, and they're doing their own thing. They're successful, and they're like single and like older. And it's just, I don't want that to be me. I think it's ugly. So something I need to work on is like being less intense all the time. But I am. I don't know. It's weird. I just like, I get my work done before I play. You know, like this last weekend, I know how to, I know how to have a good time. And, uh, I don't know, but like more on a daily basis, I don't know, my, my mind's on all the time and I have fun in like everything I do. I'm interested in everything. You know, I, I'm, I'm here in the world and I'm like very aware um, I my some of my greatest skills that I've developed over the last four years is awareness and agility awareness is something I've really developed from applying Phil Jackson's philosophy and how they won because they would get on the court their goal was to play egoless basketball where five minds working as one will defeat five individual minds acting in the interests of five individuals so you don't even need to run plays you just like see what they're doing and then you just react to it but you got to work on the like mindfulness and the like just like seeing things um that's how I approach every day and everything is, is really interesting that way. And then agility, just like 
be able to be adaptable and versatile and um, adjust and flexibility that's pretty important I, I really emphasize those two things in my philosophy I like like I don't know like uh, I think therapy is something people people do to combat trauma and heal and grow from can be very helpful for people and the more things we have helping people get to a place of love and healing that's a good thing you also think too like you experience something like this it's a traumatic event you know Three guys with Uzi guns right at your face, ready to shoot, telling you they're going to shoot you. Um, that's a traumatic experience. And I live my life pretty uh, non-dramatically. I'm, I'm really good at fundamentals. I'm disciplined. I work hard. It's pretty boring. People find that boring, though. So when something like this happens, it's you know it's pretty thrilling. <laughs> I kind of I kind of dug the attention. I like the attention that I initially got. So you can like I can definitely see how people can take uh, a trauma and the incentive to like extend it out or play it out is certainly tempting, but. I think you should just, or I'm, you know, you just heal, move on. I had channels to exert my anger or frustration or motivation within, you know, like immediately when I happened, I already knew what I was going to do. Um, and I think it'd be a lot tougher for people that don't have that outlet or that don't have those outlets. Um, it's an interesting, interesting thing. So I don't, I don't know if we keep doing these or not. I'm really enjoying life right now. This month is is the hardest month of my life, with all the things I have lined up, and I need to get done and execute it's gonna be really tough like I don't it's like you're always like trailblazing that you don't know what's ahead you have an idea but you don't know because you've never been there before you're always going ahead and you always have to be like mentally adjusting and have this mental agility mental toughness um, to be to put yourself in a position to be successful that can be frustrating at times when you don't know what next week looks like 
or the following week, you know, or the next month. But the main thing, if you're thinking about a compass, is like, am I going in the right direction? Head in the right direction. The direction you know inside you, you're supposed to be going. That you want to be going. That in your life, you are deciding, I'm going this way. The other way, the other direction is all paved out for you. It's nicely uh, landscaped, (laughs) beautiful. But in a way, it's very artificial. I try to stay away from artificial things, including artificial ideas. Something that I've, something that annoys me, and it's very obvious to me, is like the artificialness of words that people use or make up. It's like there's always constantly being these words added that you're supposed to know and say and use. Shame on you if you don't know these words. Except it's the only, it's like the same type of people that know these words, only the like college educated. But it's like this uh, incestuous area. It's like, you know, I'm coming from a, a rural background, working class background. You're excluded from those things. There's like an exclusion to it. And it's, it's weird. I think in the world we want more inclusivity. That's the beauty of the world. We want people of all cultures and ideas and backgrounds, interests, to be able to get together and live harmoniously, to enjoy each other's presence. And I think just like creating these boundaries all the time is really, uh, it's, it's really um, detrimental It inhibits the ability to create that, to create that culture and environment. Um, Again, it's like this tiptoeing thing. It's really interesting. But um, I feel great. I'm grateful to have the people in my life that I, I do have. I'm always looking to meet new, fantastic people. Again, more infinite players would be nice. <laughs> um, some female companionship. I'll tell you real quick <laughs> what I'm working on. I designed a dating algorithm <laughs> for myself. Uh, one that's effective for like what I'm looking for. And it's based, this algorithm is based on personality, compatibility, and skill set. So, like, I know what I'm doing with my life and where I'm going, the direction. And I'm looking for someone to join me in that direction. And it'd be helpful to have certain skill sets. I've realized that I, well, what skill I'm looking for, something I find really attractive is uh, a woman who knows her way around a computer. I'm, I, that excites me. 
uh, so it's part of the concept. I can't reveal it entirely because it may be like a business idea. I revealed it in Arizona. They're like, what? Because <laughs> we were talking about like so-and-so's on Tinder and whatever. To me, like uh, Tinder, Tinder's like the lowest uh, quality. But it's like, but there's also, when I tell people this, there's this like jarred reaction. Like, you're playing God. <laughs> well, I'm also like playing the universe too, where... So, so I hired someone to do web research to find me uh, people of a certain occupation within 30 cities in the Western Hemisphere. And uh, I got a list back of like 113 women and they're like social media profiles. And I've gone through each one and I've identified uh, two gold star prospects and then there's also like more that I think uh, I'd be interested in. And I'm just, uh, this was before the gunman encounter. So it became a lower priority. And now I think it's it's back up at the top. It's, it's interesting again. So I, I uh, got to find ways, maneuver ways to like reach out to them in a natural way. <laughs> um, But I'm also like banking on the universe saying, oh, oh, you think that's how love works, hey? Well, I'm going to put some uh, prospects right in front of you and then we'll see what happens. And I'll be prepared for that, right? So while I'm, I'm doing this over here, I'm also anticipating the universe to, you know, put some uh, potential uh, compatible people in front of me uh to me like that seems better to create an algorithm for yourself rather than be at the whim of tinder or bumble or hinge or whatever these are based on geography or you're just swiping aimlessly like if you know if you know yourself you'll know what you want what you're looking for and then you just go find that i don't think that's um an outrageous concept or idea we were talking <laughs> we were talking about uh in arizona we were talking about you know because our friends getting married and we're talking a little bit about uh you know uh uh, uh deal deal what is it deal breakers i used to well we don't need we don't need to go into all of these but there was this one girl I got along really well with, but she had this thick Chicago accent. She was, she's talking like this all the time. And I'm like, I, I can't do this. <laughs> there's this uh there's this woman I'm 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 into right now. Or like, um I met her this summer. We hit it off really good. Something about women in the city. So they they start all thinking all the same, and this woman thinks differently, and I appreciate that. It's like if you met one woman, you met them all in a sense in the city. They all think the same, and that that is just so boring to me. That's a problem with a lot of big cities in America is that they're they they lack diversity of thought right now. 
But anyways, this woman, like we, we've had some deep conversations. I've told her about like how I feel about the loneliness thing and, and you know, the smarter you get, the lonelier you become type of thing. The only problem is that she she dresses like a witch. <laughs> and it's kind of it's kind of a deal breaker for me. You know, wearing all black with like a black hat and a like a corset, black lisp- lipstick. But I really like her mind. But the, you know, dressing like a witch. You do you. That's fine. You do your thing. But it's kind of a deal breaker for me. <laughs> Should be like a Seinfeld episode <laughs> of all my like deal breakers. <laughs> The the main deal breaker though, this this one is like, plant my flag on this one, like no, n- I don't date women who grew up in the suburbs, or at least Chicago suburbs. Um, this is like a very extensive theory and philosophy of mine, and uh, goes very deep, but uh, I'm not. The suburbs are an artificial environment. It's not real. And it breeds this culture of competitiveness, artificialness, blandness, um, materialism, uh, conspicuous consumption, um, always... It's about this it's about the theater of everything and like it's just so phony to me it was like people that grew up in the city and rural areas it's it's very like natural it's like real and there's not this like inflated sense of like trying to prove something to other people so that's that's a big that's the main the main uh, deal breaker that I have. <laughs> Anyways, life is good. Life is great. I'm doing really good, and uh, this is going to be a tough month of August here, uh, going into the fall, but um, we're going we're gonna to do what we can. We're going to try, try our best every day, and uh, just... Keep on keeping on. Just be ourselves and just do our thing. Not really worry about what anybody else thinks or projects. If you know deep down, you just got to let it shine. Let your light shine. Shine on.